Hey, this is Wilson. No Jason this week, as always. What's up, Galvis? What's up, bro? Nothing much, man. So um, the NBA season kicks off tomorrow night uh, with a TNT doubleheader. Uh, Nets at Bucks. So the Bucks will receive their championship rings and uh, lift their banner to the sky. Their first uh, NBA championship since 1971. And then the Warriors and the Lakers uh, to cap off the night uh, in Los Angeles. Um, the New Look Lakers uh, with Russell Westbrook and, uh, and Carmelo Anthony and uh, returning Dwight Howard and DeAndre Jordan and a bunch of other um, new names. Uh, Anthony Davis has rebuilt his body. LeBron James in year 19. Um, so we're gonna we're gonna you know preview just we'll just start off with the the first week uh of the of the Lakers season uh and then you know we'll just try to well, you know we'll talk about like our expectations for them this year and uh the, the, for the NBA uh, also you know make some predictions and stuff like that um so yeah the Lakers start off tomorrow night like I said at home against the Warriors um no Clay Thompson. Uh, for the Warriors, he won't be back. I think they're, they're aiming for him to be back by uh, December. Um, but he, you know, of course, he's coming off, you know, two uh, big injuries. First, a uh, an ACL, then an Achilles missed the last two seasons. Now, I, I watched them, you know, a little bit of that uh, the preseason game uh, that we played against them in, in Oakland. Uh, and you know, I just, I just, you know, I know it's just the preseason, and you can't make much of it. But I just kind of noticed that old Golden State. Uh, you know, like that that thing that they had when they had it humming. You know, even before Durant got there, um, I, that was something that I just I just noticed. You know, the fans were back in the crowd. I know they're in a new arena now. They're not in Oracle anymore. Um, so I think I think you know, even without you know Clay there to start the season, I just think this Golden State team is like uh, Steve Kerr said they're going to be chasing wins uh, to start the year. I mean, all year, you know, after kind of taking, I mean, it took, you know, two years, two years ago, they pretty much took the season off. Then last year they came back and they made the playoff game and played the Lakers and, uh, and, and lost, but they still won 40 games in a 72 uh, game season. But I think that they're going to be back to, uh, you know, being the 50 plus win team this year. Um, and the Lakers, you know, they have big expectations. The Lakers are, you know, uh, I'm not sure what the exact odds, but they'd have to be in the top three. For uh, title favorites, I would think, uh, with this team of you know two MVPs, LeBron and Westbrook, Anthony Davis, who's going to be on the MVP type mission, and then a bunch of other big names on the roster. Uh, Galvez, what do you expect from the Lakers this year? Uh, what do you expect from them tomorrow night uh, as this season gets ready to kick off? My expectation for this season is I have no expectation. The reason is because. The only thing that's going to stop the Lakers is health. That's it. There's nothing else. Um, the problem, I think, is and it's happened in the NBA millions of times. When you just quickly try to assemble any team together, you just get a bunch of veteran players. It doesn't always work out. Um, the only one that comes to mind is the 08 Celtics. And even then, they really weren't that old. They were just on the downside of their prime, right? KG was only like 32, and Paul Pierce and Ray Allen were like 31 and 31. So they were still, you know, it wasn't 36-year-old Kevin Garnett and 
you know, 35-year-old Paul Pierce. Um, but it's going to be interesting because Russell Westbrook is probably one of the hardest guys to play with just because he always needs the ball in his hand. He's a very high-volume shooter um, or scorer, I mean. And it's like, you know, how is that going to fit? Uh, now, if there's one person that can keep him in check, is LeBron, which surprisingly, after what's going on with Kyrie and them, I think Le- the LeBron deserves even more credit as a leader that he was able to keep Kyrie in check. Yeah, you know, I just said the same thing. Pulling off this BS when he was in Cleveland. Now, he was a lot younger, so I don't know if that had anything to do with it, but he didn't play, he didn't play none of this BS under LeBron. Yeah, I just said the same thing the other day, man. Like, it's amazing. As each day passes, it becomes more and more amazing that LeBron was able to get a, a title out of him, you know, out of Kyrie, as, as much as yeah. other head cases Kyrie is. I mean, I mean, you got to give LeBron, LeBron a lot of props for that. Uh, but go ahead. Yeah, and so um, one thing that I think is going to hurt is a lot of times role players don't, lose you championships but they can win you games that lead to championships and uh one of the role players that i think is going to hurt is alex caruso he's a very good player I'm not saying he's all-star he's probably not even a starting type of player starting five but if he's your first guy off your bench you know he's i think he's the best non-starting guard in the nba I don't know. What do you like? What do you think about that statement? Well, I mean, I would have to think about it, but I, I just I agree. I mean, I think he um, already in Chicago, you kind of see the, the difference that he's making. I saw a clip where he was sat on the sideline. They were at practice and he was and they were, you know, calling out their defensive, you know, switches, their rotations and stuff like that, making the defensive calls. And he sat on the sideline. He goes, um, he goes, no, we're, we're doing too much. You know, it's too much, too much talking when, when we make those calls. You know, using too many words. And he goes, we're just going to say, I forgot what, I think he might have said three, 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 or whatever he said. It was something simple, a very simple defensive call, which you know that he picked that up playing off the Lakers on the championship team. That was how they did it. Like, they kept their, they kept their defensive calls simple, you know. And so that's just the type of thing when you have a guy like that who's been in the championship environment on the championship team, play with great players. Um, and, you know, just, he's, just, he's just the ultimate glue guy and i definitely think that we're going to miss him he's the type of guy that you you know he makes makes those type of plays where he's it can lead to wins he's not he may not win you the game but for example uh you guys are down or 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 a team is down 10 points and he he hit he's the kind of guy who he'll hit a three and then he'll steal a ball and do a like a like a ferocious slam to turning the game around. Mm-hmm. He makes those kind of plays. Um, but, you know, he's no longer with us, so obviously, you know, you know, uh, wish him nothing but the best. Obviously, yeah. as long as he doesn't play against the Lakers. Yeah, but, he, went he got his, you know, he, he had his, he has he a got his money. Made yeah, he got, he got his money, you know. Same, but, you know, same thing with, like, LeBron. I mean, that's why playing with LeBron is so valuable. Look at Matthew Dellavedova. He... The, the year that Kyrie got hurt in the finals, he stepped up. He was the Cavs' second-best player, and he got, like, a four-year, $40 million deal from the Bucks. So, um, you know, it just goes to show 
like playing with LeBron, what it does for you. You know, it's no different than playing with Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers or Peyton Manning, these quarterbacks that just make you look really good. Um, and, uh, um, you know, but I think everything, and obviously it all comes down to Anthony Davis, how healthy he can be. He's like, I've said it a million times. When he goes down to the floor on a bump, you always hold your breath. It's just the way he falls and the way he gets up. It's like, oh, my God, not again, not again. I've never felt that way about a player like Anthony Davis. Mm -hmm. um, and obviously now, um, would you say at this point in their career, is Anthony Davis the better player than LeBron? I think so. Okay. You know, um, and LeBron if he's not. And if he's not, they're right there, right? Like, he's probably just as good. Yeah. Um, and so, obviously, it's going to be important for Anthony Davis to stay healthy. He hasn't been able to. We got proof of that last year. You know, it's, it's just it's funny how things work, right? In New Orleans, who knows how many times he dogged it, that he was hurt, right? We don't know. Um, <laughs> and then the bubble year. He's about to sign a huge extension. Suddenly, he doesn't miss any time, and he's fully healthy. Gets the huge five-year max, super max extension, and then he's hurt again. Like, are you connecting the dots? Like, but I he am. Still, he still, he still misses. He always misses, like you know, at least like nine, ten games but, a year where he's yeah, just... except, except the year in the bubble, he was fully healthy, and that was the year right before he missed he like nine game. games that year, though. Yeah, but season. I mean, it wasn't the same though. Because he was healthy in the playoffs. But I'm not saying he's dogging it here. It's just, you know, uh, it's funny because, you know, Neymar, the, the Brazilian player, mm -hmm. they backtracked it. And for some reason, every time his, it's his sister's birthday, he, he's always injured. He's never played a game on the week <laughs> of his sister's birthday. And somebody, somebody on Twitter just dug it up like – like, I guess he just said, like, huh, that was weird. Last year, it was the same injury or the same thing. And then they just they did the dots. So for like, for like seven years in a row, he's never played around the weekend of his sister's birthday. And so, you know, I guess they burned him. So, you know, but uh, whatever. I mean. You think that's what the FBA was like every year? It's every, like year every year in June. I got, every year in May, I got to do something. So, you know. <laughs> Um, and, you know, he already secured the bag. Um, so this is all like, you know, it's all at this point is um, how he wants to perform. But the X factor to me is is, is Russell Wilson. And Russell the, Wilson? I mean, sorry, Russell, Russell Rushbrook. That's all right. I and made that mistake before. And here's the problem, right? Mm -hmm. This is a huge, huge, huge problem the Lakers have. They will not lose. They will not win a championship because of Russell Westbrook, but they'll lose it because of Russell Westbrook. Mm -hmm. And that's, I think, that's like a huge problem to have if you're the Lakers. Yeah. But how do you think? How do you think he's gonna not play? Uh, or I mean, not stats wise, but how do you think he's, is he gonna be a team player? Because how long ago did he leave Kevin Durant? Or did 22. Kevin Durant leave him? That was the last year together. So he hasn't played, other than that one year he played with um, with uh, James Harden, right? 
Mm-hmm. It's been his team and his team only for the past five years. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be interesting that you go from the top dog to not even the second. You're going to third option. How do you think he's going he's gonna to play it out? You know, I just think that, like I said before, if they can get him, and if he doesn't respect LeBron and Anthony Davis, then but he's you, not going to respect anybody. But do you uh, think he does, though? I don't know if Russell Rest. I, I think Russell Westbrook might be the type of person who just, he's just his own man, he's his own player, and he's going to do what he wants. You know, but at this point in his career, he hasn't won a championship. He's in what? I mean, he came in the year after the round. I guess this is Westbrook's 14th year now, you know? Um, and he, um, and I would hope that, you know, he, I mean, he's, I mean this is the, we know what this is, this is championship or bust, you know? It's all in on the championship. And he hasn't won a championship. He's done everything else. He's won an MVP. He's won scoring titles. He's, uh, he's averaged a triple-double four times. You know, if he, if he can't come in here and go, okay, it's not about my numbers. It's not about what I want to do. Like, I've, like I always say, when, when he, that short period before the pandemic, when he was in Houston and he stopped shooting threes, that was the best basketball he's ever played. And if they can just get him to not, because when he's not shooting threes, that means he's under control. Everything is in the mid-range. He's a really good mid-range jump shooter. He's not a good three-point shooter. Everything is mid-range or at the, at the basket. And he's just a more under-control basketball player when he's not shooting threes. So if they can get him to do that, and then, and then you know, I know AD is, has built his body up, and everybody's, you know, tripping on AD like he's not, who he was every year before last year, and if and if LeBron gets even though I feel you know I really feel like because LeBron has played so much basketball he'll be thirty seven at the end of the year, and he's in year nineteen, and I almost feel sorry for LeBron that he's still expected to, you know, if anything LeBron should be at this point like you know like Kareem and his later years in the Lakers where he was like a fallback option that's what LeBron should should be, but we know he's going to have to still do heavy lifting. Uh, for this team if they're going to win a championship. Now, here's um, the thing. Russell Westbrook, now, we also have to be fair to him. Has, other than the the team that went to the finals, right, the, the OKC team, yeah, mm-hmm. he played with Durant, right? Mm-hmm. But has he ever played on a team in the past five years that's even close to the talent that the Lakers have? He's no, never he... played. And so he probably felt and he probably did have to play the way we didn't want him to play because there was no other option. Like, yeah, stop shooting threes, but if I don't do it, you know, who's our best? Two, who, that last year in OKC, who was their second best offensive player? Freaking Steven Adams, you know? Like, he's never played with a team like, like with this talent, so we got to give him the benefit of the doubt. And I think... He's coming home, right? Um, definitely LeBron has that work ethic that James Harden didn't have, and that's why they would always clash. Um, and, you know, he, they're all and, – and the, the cool – I guess the cool thing about their chemistry is that they're all around the same age, right? Mm-hmm. Kyle Kuzma, he was that young, dumb – like you could just tell a very immature person, right? Um, and so all of these dudes, they're all a little old school, right? And so, you know, they're all going to have that camaraderie just 
because they're all the same age. So they're all going to, you know, act around the same. They're all, they're all dads. They're all, you know, their mindset's all going to be the same. Yeah, I, um, I, uh, I just think Westbrook, like, those Oklahoma City teams, man, were, they were terrifying at times. Like, when they were really good, like, if you think of them, I mean, they made the conference finals a few times, made the finals once. And if you think of them in 2016 when they were up 3-1 against, against Golden State before it went downhill, I mean, they, I mean, that was a terrifying team, you know. And Westbrook is kind of like, he, you know, I remember Skip Bayless, used to, you know, because they're already, and even at this point I'm getting at is that even in Oklahoma City, Westbrook was reckless and he would shoot them out of games, you know. So, but, you know, like Skip Bayless was talking about that one time. And Durant was saying, no, you got them wrong because when Westbrook is playing at, you know, like himself and just, you know, playing fast and, and free and, and like he plays, um, he said that, he, Durant was saying that's what they, like, they feed off that basically. So, but in a way, it's like the same thing that makes him great and then made those Oklahoma City teams so terrifying, which is, you know, part of it was, I mean, not just Durant. Durant's one of the greatest players of all time, of course. Is when you have your number, a number two guy who's just this dynamic, fast, powerful guard, you know, doing all the things that Westbrook does. The ironic thing is the same thing that makes him as good as he has and made those teams that good is the same thing sometimes that, you know, it's being out of control, you know. It's the same things that sometimes it works, and sometimes it it'll shoot, it, it shoot him in the foot and shoot those teams in the in the foot. So, you know, if we can get him to just be like I said, be under uh, control, um, you know, it, we can. Uh, we I mean, the sky is is the limit. You know, it could be a great year. You know, where we, you know, just kind of. I mean, I don't really see them coasting through the regular season, but the potential is there to be, you know, a really special um, team if it all comes together. You know? Let me let me let me read you uh, the the Lakers roster real quick. Did um didn't Mac McClung he got waived, huh? And a lot of people thought he was going to be the next Caruso, like that that you know that uh, spark off the bench. But um, there will never be another Alex Caruso. No. <laughs> All right, let's see. This is this is going in alphabetical order. We have Carmelo Anthony, Trevor Ariza, Kent Bazemore, Anthony Davis, Sekou Dumboya, Wayne Ellington, Talon Horton Tucker, Dwight Howard, LeBron James, DeAndre Jordan, Malik Monk, Kendrick Nunn, Austin Reeves, Rajon Rondo, Russell Westbrook. Um is that good enough to to uh to win a chip, sir? Well, if Kyrie's not gonna play, uh, I I think I think in the West. Okay, let's let's assume he is gonna play because I don't think he's gonna sit out and miss all that money. Because remember, look what happened with Andrew Wiggins. He it, it was a religious reason. The me- <laughs> the moment they mentioned you ain't getting paid, paid, he's like, man, fuck religion. I'm, I I need to get this money, and he got he ended up getting vaccinated. So. Let's assume he's. Let's assume Kyrie's gonna play. Is this good enough to win? I, I don't. I don't know if they could beat Brooklyn. Um, I think they could handle anybody else. I don't know but, if they could beat uh, Brooklyn with all three of their big three out there. But there's a chance. But I just think Brooklyn. You know, it's crazy how huh? like if Kyrie. It's almost like 
if Kyrie plays, the Lakers probably don't win. And if he doesn't play, it's like the Lakers will most likely win. Yeah. And anybody but, else, like we play we play Phoenix on Friday. Mm-hmm. Um and I think uh, you know, Phoenix is a team that last year we would have beaten them last year if A D hadn't gotten hurt. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's it's, yeah, it's like, it was- it, it was a it was a it was a pretty bad NBA Finals because you could say the same about uh, Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. They beat a Kevin Kevin Durant by himself took him to seven games. Mm-hmm. Harden was on one leg. Kyrie didn't play, and they and he still and he's one inch away from eliminating them. You know, mm-hmm. um, but uh, anyway, so uh, real quick. Um, who would you start? Who would be your starting five right uh, tomorrow? Yo, I think it's pretty much so. I think it's going to be um, Westbrook, Baysmore, uh, LeBron, AD, and DeAndre Jordan. Um, okay. You know, I don't know. I might have gone with some Malik L- M- Monk or, you know, I think you know, Baysmore is a good shooter, but Monk is, you know, more of a pure shooter. You know, I would have gone with a specialist. You know, um, at that spot, somebody who's only out there to shoot threes, you know, because you got everything else covered. Um, but, you know, I think, I mean, Frank Vogel, he looked at it and he decided that, you know, baseball would, would, would be the best, uh, the best fit. Um, yeah. I, okay, so here we go. <coughs> Excuse M- me. Uh, MVP, who's taking it? I think Luca. Luca, okay. I would say either Luca or maybe Damian Lillard. Just I think mm. he's gonna put up monster numbers. Rookie of the year. You know, I think uh Evan I mean Evan Mobley, I saw a, a highlight clip of Evan Mobley where I saw some Kevin Durant in him for the first time. Like a young Kevin Durant. What was he on? What team is he on? He's with Cleveland. He's a kid um, that came out of SC, right? Yeah, man, that guy looks like he's going to be special. Um, so I, I want to go with Evan Mobley. But he plays point. on the he plays on the Cavs, so they might butcher it. Uh, let's see. I have Kate Cunningham, uh, number one pick, uh, defensive player of the year. Who do you have? I mean, I'm going to go with Anthony Davis. You know, they, I mean, I think he has something to prove this year. He's been close before. Uh, before I th- I thought he should have won it. Uh, the year that Giannis won his um his first one, um, so I I just I just think he's going to be on a on a mission, and he's just a monster, and they're going to need him to be great defensively, just like they need him to be great defensively. Two years ago, when they won the championship, you know, he's going to have to clean up for some things because the defensive identity, the you know, the team that won two years ago had a defensive DNA, and it's in any Frank Vogel's a, a defensive coach, so any team he's on, they're going to defend. But I just think, you know, the, the more you have, like, it's more offensive-minded players on this team and last year's team, too. So this, so, I mean, it's, you know, the, the, the roster changes, the more AD and his defense is going to be important. I also have AD winning. Um, also, uh, okay, next category, sixth man of the year. I want to go with, um, with Derrick Rose. Uh, I know they brought in Kimball Walker. Um, so he he's going to, you know, kind of, I mean, they don't really need Derrick Rose as much. But I just think that, um, you know, I mean, 
uh, they, they're still going to use him, and I think they're going to be better. Um, you know, as a whole, I think RJ Barrett is just he, you know, he's, he's going to take another step this year. So I'm going to go with Derrick Rose. The I think Derrick Rose has a big chance of winning, uh, just because I think the writers really love him and they're going to want to vote for him. So if he can be in the top three, and if they can be uh, within those first, second, third, or fourth seed, then they'll have a big chance. Um, And, you know, I know you said they brought in Kemba, but Kemba, another player that has a lot of injury history. So there's going to be a lot of games where, where, where Derek might have to start or play like a lot of meaningful minutes. Um, so definitely I think, but I think Jordan Clarkson is going to, is going to win it. Um, just cause he is like, he already knows that's his role, you know? Um, and he's shown, you know, it's crazy. Like he kind of fell off the map for a couple years and it just goes to show, man, sometimes there's certain players, you just have to be patient, you know? Um, Obviously, when he was with the Lakers, we saw this potential in him. And then, what? Who did we trade him for, or did we just get rid of him? Who, Jordan Clarkson? Yeah, we traded him to Cleveland for I don't remember who. Was it for Anthony for Isaiah Thomas? No, no. Well, regardless, we we saw this potential in him. He never. He kind of fell off a little bit. Then he went to Cleveland and kind of had a few down years. But it just goes to show, man, in the right system, right coach that believes in you, right team, uh, you know, uh, a player can reach his full potential, you know? Um, but, and then just the last one, Wilson, uh, who do you think is going to win the most improved player? You shouldn't have to think about this. And why is that? Who else is it going to be besides Michael Porter Jr.? Come on, bro. He's going to win the most improved player. Who else would it be? Taco Fall? Who's your um, Who's your comeback player of the year? Comeback player of the year obviously had to be somebody that was injured. Um, and I would say it could be Kyrie. <laughs> Kyrie, Why not? I'm gonna go with the obvious answer, Clay Thompson. Like I said, he's gonna be back in um in December, and so even if he misses the, the first, reason why I don't think it would be him is because, dude, he's coming off of two huge injuries, and I don't know if he's gonna be able. To... Now, comeback story of the year is different. Comeback player of the year, you know, it might take a few months for Clay to like really start putting up good numbers Um, because you got to remember it was back-to-back injuries physical the physical part of the 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 comeback is going to be just as big the the mental comeback is going to be just as big as a physical so when he comes back in December I don't think he's gonna I'm not saying he's not gonna be a great shooter but he could win comeback story of the year but I don't know about comeback play yeah, well, sometimes you know, especially with a beloved player like Clay, the comeback story 
It might win him the award. It might win him the comeback player. Of the year. That was that was one of the reasons why the Golden State Warriors were so good even before they got Durant was that Clay Thompson defended the best uh, wing player on the opposite team. I don't think he's going to be able to do that. They have Andrew Wiggins now. I don't, you know, is he a great defensive player? No, but I wouldn't put um, Clay Thompson to play the best wing players, you know, with all that lateral movement back and forth and stuff like that. I, I wouldn't trust him to to do that so quickly. But, you know, we'll see. All right, you got a finals pick? Uh, Yeah. Uh, it's, it's just uh, Lakers-Brooklyn, I guess. Just because, Ooh. like you said, <laughs> if Kyrie plays Brooklyn, <laughs> If Kyrie doesn't, the Lakers. Like, you know. Yeah, I guess that's my. I mean, that's my. That's my pick too. What else could it be? (laughs) Uh, And by the way, but but real quick, real quick, one team that I think we definitely got to look out for is Denver. I know last. I think we spoke off air, off air. Jamal Murray coming back. Michael Porter Jr. looking like he's the steal of the decade. Right, just got a big contract, and. they got a MVP in Jokic. I mean, it's definitely going to be a really good team. They like if the Lakers are fully healthy and Denver's fully healthy, that goes easily six, seven games. Yeah, and my most improved player uh, is going to be um, RJ Barrett. I, I think he goes to the uh, to you know, like I said, I think he's going to take another step to being an All Star uh, level player, but probably oh, All Star. Yeah. So you're really high on him. Yeah, and uh, and if not him, then I'm gonna go with I think I think Kyle Kuzma. No, not really, but you know, I hope Kyle. I hope Kuzma gets his 20th game this year. You know, he probably will because he'll he'll shoot a lot. All right, so before we get out of here, just a reminder to rate, review, and subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts. The show is also on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and every other major podcatcher. Make sure to follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at TC Pod Network and to like it on Facebook. Just search for the Complete Podcast Network. Send feedback and mailback questions to Podcast at gmail.com. We are out.